0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to our show, the new Baker Psychic Hour. Here we are to take your calls and perhaps have some in- inspiring, insightful, and exciting conversation. There's so much in store for this hour. I just can't wait. 914-338-0164 is the call in number. <laughs> Someone's calling me a weirdo in the chat. Um, press 1 to speak with us and uh, what else? We would love it if you followed us on social media, please do. Uh, those links can be found on the blog talk radio profile <laughs> on our blog talk radio profile, Neil and Christian Baker, psychic. And what else? That's it, I guess. I don't feel like talking about anything else well before we take our
2: callers let's Let's take our some of our callers and we'll get to our topic
1: we have a topic in mind indeed we do 502 hello you're on the air hello hi
0: how are you guys
1: fine thanks how are you
0: i'm good my name is melody um i've spoke with you all a few times before and um even had a personal like one-on-one reading it's been a
1: while been a while Yes, Melody, of course. Absolutely. Um, um, And have thought about you periodically because it's been such a long time since we heard from you. So we're really glad that you called. Give give us your birth date again. July 3rd,
0: 86. 3rd, 1986.
1: So last time we talked to you, you were living at home. You've got some chronic illnesses like blood clots. If I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to dredge a Good path, memory. Good memory. Room and some um, autoimmune disorders, things like that, that have you essentially not able to work and things like that. But a pretty good situation where you feel stable and safe in your environment. Do you live with your mom? Is it? Yes. Is, yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Yes. Okay. Go ahead with what you. I'm maybe. None of what I said is what you want to talk about, but I just wanted to
0: Um, well, honestly, like I was on hold and like something told me, like, I've been looking for you guys, like I've been logging on to Block Talk um the website looking to see when your all show is and today I was like, Oh my god, it's today So I called and I don't have really anything specific. Um I'm kind of at a standstill and um wanted to see if you all could pick up on anything, but if you can't, I understand.
1: No, we sure can at a standstill. So in the way of a standstill, are you talking about a standstill on an emotional level or on a physical level?
0: Actually, both. Um, um, Both. Emotionally, um, I'm doing a little bit better, but I think um, with me and maybe some other other people as well, they both kind of go hand in hand. Um, and I'm not, I guess, like romantically. I'm at a standstill um, because I'm not because I'm yeah. not working. I don't feel like I got I get a lot of social interaction, so that's right. taken a, a toll on me. When I do go out um, socially, I feel awkward. Um, so I'm just um, I feel a little
1: lost. So I and, and I remember if I remember correctly, you do have a group of girlfriends that you see regularly, and you go out to dinner and things like that. You like restaurants yes, and I food. Do. I do. Oh, so that's one of your social activities. But you're really looking to meet somebody. Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Let's see. How old is she? Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Oh, interesting. So actually, Melody, right now you're she's thirty-four-seven, right? Yeah. But sh- your 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 age currently is actually your month and day in reverse. Three, seven.
0: Oh, not, I didn't even think about that.
1: Yeah, well, that's what we're here for. And then um, also it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's your three of your karmic code and seven um, is your master number. So it's there as well. Go ahead, you Neil, know, melody, while I try to I, collect I, some Whether images. it's accurate or not, I want to go back
2: because I'm seeing a picture of you about four or five, maybe between four and six years old. And you're wearing like a party dress with those shiny black shoes Hot that leather. little girls wear. And it looks like you're celebrating your birthday or something. But I have this image of you. It, maybe there's a photograph of you wearing this full little girl puffy out dress and shiny black shoes. And then around that okay. time... Yeah, go ahead. You okay.
0: Watch. Keep. The, I was going to say that rings a bell. Um. It, it was actually Christmas morning, but that... It's definitely, yeah. Um, yes.
2: Celebrate some sometime, Christmas morning. Definitely. Yes,
0: absolutely.
2: And then it appears as though sometime thereafter, there's a loss in the family. Somebody leaves or dies. It could be an animal, but there's a family loss.
0: Um, and, my cat ran away.
2: Okay, because I said an animal. Then. hmm It occurs as though I'm watching you through like a vignette supply machine. And I see you in school, and you're kind of drawing. You, You like to draw, but as a youngster would. So you enjoy art and that kind of thing. And I see you doing that. And then around eight or nine, I see like a boy is attracted to you. And there seems to be some kind of little kid attraction going on. As we move forward, I start to see an aunt that perhaps leaves or departs or dies. And you seem to have this, you know, I'm looking at scenes of your life. It seems like you're having this emotional moment. Then suddenly around 12, 13, I see this shadow over you like something like suddenly there's a great emotional um, dislocation in the family and something erupts around the time you're turning into a young woman now so far in that plot what's accurate or seems accurate
0: um so the cat ran away Uh, after that my uh, my grand aunt departed um, when I was a young, um, turning into a young lady, my parents divorced. So that was um, a huge um, yeah. impact on my life. So, yeah, everything you said was accurate.
2: Yeah. So, you see, our, move, our life is a movie. That was our topic today. We, uh, we were going to introduce the show by suggesting that life is like a movie with scenes in it. And some scenes are pertinent to karma. And some scenes are created in our lifetime, all fresh new scenes. Most of the time, there's many karmic scenes. And in looking, I just looked at your life briefly like I was watching scenes from a movie, like coming attractions in, in chronological order. And then there seems to be a very strange trip. Now, when I say trip, It could literally be a trip to a place of pleasure, or it could be a trip to the hospital. But I'm hearing some water, ocean waves. I'm seeing in the background, it seems to be like I'm looking at a scene like from the camera view. Okay, and this
0: was something that has already happened or that is in the future?
2: I think it's already happened, but, you know, we're in a climate. and there could be jolts. Does that make sense right now? Yes. Okay. What part makes sense?
0: Well, um, the I think it was the, a vacation in um, the ocean. Um, that was the last. It's a very vivid memory in, in, within me. It was the last family vacation that we took before my parents
2: got divorced. Right. Okay. So, you know, your life, uh, Melody, has been uh, you, you're you participating in karmic episodes that are reflective like, like a shadow or like something on the water, sunlight, in this lifetime. And I'm looking and viewing through these scenes, and I've captured enough in a short reading to establish a sense of rapport and connection. Now, what's going to happen? Let's now cut through the scenes because we don't have time to produce them all but you can see there's a sampling kristen might want to say something else. before oh god, maybe be, oh god before before Mr. i hand it over Lord. to this sarcastic partner like, uh, 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 i'll deal with her later that's a whole different kind of uh, but, but she'll I, be calling oh. you she'll be buried alive under eight feet of earth and she'll call you from their melody and i want you to rescue her but uh, in the meantime, uh, there is, is something coming up because I'm looking at you going into your closet and you're, and this is symbolic now, the future. You go, oh, a white dress. Oh my God, I think I'll wear that. Because there seems to be some sense of excitement in the air about you going on a date. It's sort of like West Side Story and Maria. Um,
0: okay.
2: Tony, you know, in that white Anglo-Saxon Christian Catholic depiction of New York, but but there's something that is uplifting you coming up. And if I were to take it over to Disney, I'd be seeing like cartoon butterflies flying around your head, because you seem oh, very okay. about something. Now. Given the fact that I validated a lot of your pass-through scenes, we're going to assume that this future episode is going to come intact in the reel of film that's coming up for you. Okay, I'm going to hand it over to Kristen because she's got a knife to my throat right now. <laughs>
1: no,
2: I thank I really you, Neil.
1: Don't. Thank you, Neil.
2: Yeah. Well
1: I mean I think you know, we should give her an opportunity to respond to what you said I mean because what you're essentially doing is kind of setting up her past to try to manifest something for her future in in relation to the request that you have, which is becoming more um, stable emotionally and physically and having a partner to share your life with mm-hmm. so as far as what Neil said, what is your response
0: Well, you know, um, both of you are
1: always spot on And um,
0: what Neil said makes sense Um, There is um, excitement going on Um, I've met a new friend, it's a female friend Um, And um, she is um, teaching me I I think she's really going to help me um, grow into a better person um, that's not doing, a romantic relationship. That's just a friendship.
1: Um, is she doing like spiritual work with you, or? Yes. Yes. That's what I thought.
0: Yes. Okay. And um, she
1: yes, we it's very powerful when we're together. So this is like a friendship. It's not like you're you're not paying her. It's an exchange of. Correct. Just, Correct. So it's okay. We so, finish yeah. each other's sentences
0: and everything. Mm-hmm. It's crazy.
1: Okay, what's her birthday? Do you know?
0: Um, I do not know.
1: You should find that out and call us back.
2: What's her first okay. name?
0: Star, with two R's.
1: Star with two R's. Is she local to you? Yes. You're in she's where are tor- you? She's a Taurus. I do know that. Well, that tells us something. What? The yeah. Fourth, fourth month, fifth month, right? Either fourth or fifth month. Taurus, Neil. Yeah, Earth to Neil. <laughs> mm-hmm. When you want him, he's not there. <laughs> like, who am <laughs> I talking to? Um, mm-hmm. You know, as we as Neil was traveling through your history, I was starting to see um, images of a woman, an older woman with gray hair and glasses. I'm assuming this is your grandmother. You talked about a gray aunt. I mean, gray aunt, a gray aunt, a great aunt would either of the the great aunt or the grandmother fit that description the great aunt to. yes so it's the great aunt with glasses and gray hair and yes. you were close to her very very close okay so and is there any rose or helen um rose or helen helene i have a, I have a rose from her service. Oh, you have a rose from her service? Yes. Okay, that's going to be a checkbox, in in as a yes. So I think she's coming through. Okay. Hmm. Messages from Rose. I mean, from what's her name? Sorry, messages from your Br- great aunt who has a rose. Her name is not Rose, but she. You have a rose from her service. What's her name? Correct. Her her name is Brenda. Brenda. Okay. Anything you can get aside from the rose, you've got to get more from Brenda for you,
2: well, okay, so um Brenda says a couple of things um, she loves you, which I'm hearing, yeah, which well. is
1: so no, I really am hearing it, but it's like I mean that's I mean anybody can say that,
2: so yeah. it's yeah, just yeah typical. some of the some of the symbols come in randomly and they're stereotype, but she's talking about peach pie, okay. So whether you validate that or not, it doesn't really, it's just kind of a stereotype picture, but she's talking oh. about fruit trees, peach pie, that kind of thing.
1: Any fruit trees, peach, or pies, did she, did she bake? She was a baker. She, yeah, she was a baker. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about baking earlier, too, but also I did not want to, I thought it was stereotypical, so I didn't want to say it. So I won't yeah
2: yeah. about it. The coincidence, she, she was a baker, and she was our aunt, too.
0: She was what? I'm sorry.
2: She was also uh, our Melody. Because
1: she was a baker. Get it? Oh, yeah. Yes, yes.
2: Okay, so what she says is, she says, okay, Melody, there are two symbols. Melody and star are kind of synonymously associated in music. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Coincidentally enough, uh, I was looking over an article about Rhapsody in Blue, George Gershwin, uh, about what a piece of genius that was. Now, as we move forward, what I'm hearing is that there is a... a what, do you, what do you call those things you put in the drawer? Sachet. Sachet in a drawer... 'Cause when you open the drawer you smell like a flower. But there must be some special drawer or uh cabinet closed compartment near home that if I opened up the drawer I would smell this freshness. Does that first ring a bell?
0: Um, it's a hat box, but yes. What is it? A hat you know, those um those boxes that um Ladies yes. used to hat. keep their hats in. Well, hat box. I
1: didn't hear, yeah, I didn't yeah. hear that. Yeah, that's fine.
0: Yeah. Hat box. Oh, I love. Well, I yeah. love
2: those
1: old hat boxes, and of course,
0: the yes, hat it's an old hat box. But yes.
2: Okay, so she's referring to that because her soul, her spirit, is lingering around the vicinity of that box.
0: Which is right by my bed. Okay. Wow.
2: Yeah. So she's right there and she says other random things like uh, like kind of some kind of looking stuffed animal or a child something from childhood there's also like a name like codette or colette Colette. okay uh and she's she's um she's talking about a timepiece because she hears a clock ticking now do you have any outstanding clocks or sounds of tick tocks in your house?
0: Um, no
2: no grand no. uh, where do you wear time pieces on your hand or anything?
0: Um, I don't, but she had a grandfather clock what was that? Did oh. you hear me
1: trying to get that out? Yes, yes, I'. Yeah. Heard you. <laughs> You did. Okay, so, I just want to say that because when he said tick-tock, I went to Grandfather Clock. Yeah. I thought yes. probably there's a Grandfather Clock.
0: Yes. So
2: what happened somewhere in, the in the grand- Is the Grandfather Clock sold or is it in the house somewhere?
0: Um, it is. It's not in my house. Um, Someone else in the family has it. But um, I remember as a child, you know, hearing it, the tick-tock, 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 it would actually suit <sighs> me to sleep. Okay.
1: Yeah. So
2: what she does is at night she takes your astral body, your astral body leaves your physical body. It's, it's connected by a silver cord. She touches your hand and you turn into a little girl and you and her relive moments together.
1: And rock around the clock. She,
2: she takes you on different journeys to review your life because what she's saying is that up and coming look over there she says it almost looks like sesame street but there's a big like face sun like a cartoon of a sun with a face and a rainbow and she goes look over there look over there melody that's where we're going so there's something communicating from her to you that's suggesting something exciting in the future. I mean, you can know we have other callers. You can always
1: contact us contact again. Contact us
2: again. Contact us show, personally. Privately. But there seems to be a connection going on. But
1: Melody, we're on the okay. air. Just to let you know, we're on the air on Wednesdays and Fridays, generally okay. speaking, at nine in the morning, um, Pacific okay. time. Okay. But okay, I will give also, you guys a call back next week. Yeah. You can also join our Facebook friends. Send us a friend request on Facebook. That's where we post the most. I mean, we post our our pages as well. So you can do that. I mean, you're welcome to do that. It's really the page is not about us. It's about the show. So it's not like we're posting our adventures, you know, traveling and and so on and so forth. So you're welcome (laughs) to do that and hopefully this has helped a little bit. It
0: has. Thank you so much for your time.
1: Oh, you're so welcome. It's really nice to hear from you. Okay, you
0: guys too. Have a great day.
1: You too. Bye-bye. You know, it's always so refreshing to do a reading with someone who knows how to work with the reading. Yeah. There are experiences where you have people kicking and screaming and trying to take control, and boy, it's challenging. Um, Usually, our callers are pretty good, so, um, but, oh, boy. A recent experience was really uh, a doozy. Okay, 850 on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. It's Michelle from Florida. Yeah. Yes, I already knew that, Michelle. What is wrong with me? Hi. <laughs> I knew that and then I uh, forgot. You... Small. Rain. Oh, that's, that's okay. 1017. 10, um, what is it? 1017.68. you at 74. What is it? Right? Yeah, sixty eight. Why do I have seventy four on this other page? I know it's sixty eight by memory. Ten seventeen sixty eight. I don't I wrote down I know why. I wrote down I know what I did.
3: It's October the fourteenth.
1: Sixty eight. Uh, the fourteenth, not the seventeenth. Okay. I know what right. I did. We have another caller we have another caller with the similar birth date, same karmic master number, and she's also named Michelle. But oh well, um, you're ten, ten, fourteen. She's ten, seventeen. She's seventy-four. You're sixty-eight. And I think that's what I did on that. Anyway. Oh well. Okay. So what's new in Michelle's world? Well,
3: I'll just kind of briefly tell you. Um, my sister's homeless, and um, we're trying to build her a camper that would be kind of off the grid. And she can't afford uh, a hotel. She got kind of depressed and things have spiraled out since then but anyways she's got to go to court on the 20th so I'm going to take my camper and drive to Tennessee and be a witness for her um, uh, you know because I, I believe that she's innocent I'm, I'm part of it the rest of it I don't know but I'm I, you know I just know is that there, one part she is innocent.
1: Is there drug charges um, on this court hearing or anything revol- involving theft? Uh, no, no, um, I, I'll just briefly
3: tell you what happened, okay, is, uh, is, is, uh, her kids brought her a cat that got run over, and my sister's an RN, and, uh, anyway, she tried to save the cat, and she, um, the, the, the leg was just hanging on by a thin piece of skin, Oh well, they gosh. said that she amputated the leg. So she took it to the vet to have it checked out after she she finished amputating the leg. She's an RN, so, I mean, she she kind of knew what she was doing. But, you know, she was trying to help the cat and save it. Plus, she didn't have the money to go to the vet. You know, uh, you know all kinds of surgery money. Um, but I know she loves animals, but now she's got all these animal cruelty charges against her. And... But anyways, I'm going to defend her in court that she is an animal lover, and that when my, my mom and dad, if something happened to our animals on 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 the land, we took care of it because we could never afford a vet. You know what I mean? So my dad did take care of our animals, and she just did exactly what my dad would have done. He, he he um you know he he fixed
1: the wound, you know so to speak. And that's what she did. Okay, no. so two things, two things. One, are they stating that that had she not treated the cat and brought it into veterin- a vet- veterinarian that the leg could have been saved? Is that their contention? Or do you I know? don't
3: know. Dion- I don't know. I just know they charged her with animal cruelty, mutilation, you know, because she cut the leg off. Well, the leg was no, hanging but- on by a thin
1: piece of skin, you know have any does she have any records of of or you know photos of what the cat looked like before she did the amputation did she document any of this yeah i mean these I are all important so. things yeah these are all important things that you're going to need to know but let's go back just momentarily i don't to even the think it was
3: i don't even think it i don't even think it was her cat the kids her son brought her the cat that got
1: run i out understand of i understand just real quick is there anything in your sister's history regarding what I stated? So this court case is not about drugs or theft, but has she ever been involved with drugs or had any issues regarding theft um, or being accused of theft or anything in the courts about theft? No, I don't think so, but I know in the past that she has
3: done drugs.
1: She's drawn um, so drugs. Right, but- and she's
3: so... Because of these charges, she may lose her RN license, so they
1: suspended her RN license. Uh, And she doesn't have an attorney? Does she have public defender?
3: A a public defender, yes. And uh, so she's going to trial on the 20th, so I'm going to go there to to defend her. You know, that's what my dad would have done. He would have fixed the leg,
1: you know. I understand. I just... uh... You know, taking. You know what I mean? but, uh, you know, the thing is, like, if she would have taken the cat to Humane Society, they may have euthanized the cat because, you know, uh, shelters are not going to take in a cat and, you know, fix the cat if it's that injured. They'll just put the cat to sleep. So, I mean, really. Yeah, that's, and that's what they did. They, they, she took it to the vet and then they turned around and, and they put it to sleep. I was like, oh, my God. Wait, this cat's not alive anymore? No, she said the cat was doing fine, but she just took it to the vet to make sure that it was still doing okay
3: and um and she told the vet what she did, and then the vet turned her in said she was acting as a veterinarian, and they put the cat down, yeah, they put the cat to sleep.
1: oh, and she said the cat so was terrible. doing
3: fine she and said that's the cat was they doing took the, really
1: the cat to the vet because that's how they found out. Yep,
3: that's how they found out. And then her other animal that had surgery, she had some leftover medicine for it. So when she amputated the leg, she gave the cat a little bit of that medicine so
1: it wouldn't feel it. So right now they're
3: charging her with those yeah. drugs too.
1: <laughs> oh, oh so there is drug charges involved with this. There are drug charges right. involved. Right. Because she used but the it man was leftover medicine, it was leftover yeah. medicine from her but other that's, um That's animal drug so that is, that is, that is, then that was accurate. i just trying to figure this out. I mean, that is a shame.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, the baseline, she's going to be punished. Because, uh, you know, if you come upon the scene of an accident and a new person's bleeding and you put your hand over the wound to try to stop the bleeding or you give mouth-to-mouth resuscitation, you know, that's one thing. But if the police come by and you see operating. a guy with a saw cutting off the leg of the guy in the car accident, it, you're gonna get arrested. See, what she did was she didn't, she used a weapon, she used a tool to amputate the leg, and that's where her mistake was. So right there, she's got a point against her because... It doesn't matter whether her grandpappy or her dad or whoever did it with animals. What she did was she caused further injury to the animal by trying to save the animal, by, by thinking she knew how to amputate a leg because her dad did it.
1: Well, she did not only that, but because she's a nurse and well, she thinks well, she has a tail. she the doesn't skills.
2: have a license to be a vet. No, she doesn't. So, she, so she's in trouble right there. Then the drug thing. And the veterinarian sounds like a horrible person too. Yeah. So, but he didn't do anything wrong. I mean, if he put the cat down, you could say, well, there was poisoning going on, or internal bleeding, or whatever. Well, I don't. And made a proper diagnosis, but he'll he'll be less likely to be uh, prosecuted than. Uh, oh, he's not than gonna your, get prosecuted. Than your, uh, sister. No. So your sister's in your sister's in trouble. So uh the um attitude of how how to get her out of this mess because it's your sister and she met well and she's got a bad record and she tried to do the right thing. That calls upon a different zone. That calls upon angelic intervention. Because in the legal system she's messed
1: I up am. she's in
2: trouble. And there's nothing in the legal system that we're going to be able to do except maybe a judge giving her a strong reprimand and making her you know, pay for it in some way. But she's got some criminal charges against her, and they're legitimate. And, and right now the judge just may say she did too many things to let it go. So I don't think it's going to be let go. Now, angel intervention is another thing. Uh, She's kind of homeless, you're building a camper for her, she's a good person inside. She seems like she's a little bit disoriented because of the drugs and she's got a wild life going on. So here's what I think you should do. And what I'm gonna say won't make any sense to you and it may not work, but I'm going back to old folklore that I used to do when I was a kid and things my grandfather taught me. And I want you, what I want you to do is I want you to take granulated sugar, you know, like C and H sugar, table Uh, table uh, sugar, and I want you to put it, I want you to pour it in a fresh new little jar. And I want you to put it on your kitchen table. You can put a lid on it. So, you know, no insects or anything that you care about gets into it. But I want it to sit there like it's a like it's a sacred candle. So, do you have a little sugar container with a lid? Do you have one of those?
3: I can find one.
2: Well, well, find one. And do you have granulated okay. sugar? Uh huh. Yes, yeah, okay, so I sure for, do. Okay, so put the sugar in that little container, not a big container, you know. We got a little container with a Mickey Mouse thing on it. I don't know how it got here, but it's anyway. mine. Oh, so <laughs> it, I sure didn't buy it. But,
1: um, well, it was purchased for me. It was a gift,
2: anyway.
1: Oh, so, it's from Disneyland.
2: Yeah, but, and it's a little, you know, four inches high, that kind of thing. It's a sugar and saucer set. So I want you to put the sugar in there, and I want you to put it on the center of the table, and I want you to take your right hand when you do, and and counterclockwise, I want you to wave it over the container four times. You understand this? Uh-huh. And I know you sound a little reluctant, but but I want you to do it. It's not going to hurt you. And when you wave it over, When you wave it in the palm of your right hand over the top four times, I want you to say, protect my sister, and allow her to go on with her life without being arrested.
1: Well, that, that being fine. jailed or whatever. Whatever.
2: Um, okay, do you understand that part? Yes. Uh, I'm writing do it think? down. Okay, and and there's a little bit of reluctance in your voice. Do you think it sounds silly or do you think it's okay?
3: Uh, No, I think it's okay because I think it's putting like positive yeah. vibes is, is what I kind of feel when, when you tell me that.
2: Yeah. yeah. So just do it. There is an element of... Even in legitimate religion, you know, you do the cross with your hand. There's different motions. You pray, you clap your hands together. So it's not that ridiculous. There's sacred water. There's baptisms. There's all kinds of things that um, Rich different one. religions do. They'll spray water, to take the water on you, and they anoint you. Um, there's just different religions that uh, comprise rituals. And back in the old days, you know, an old witch would say, take the four, the teeth from four, four, uh, raccoons and rattle them in a can. You know, they'd all kinds of crazy things. But I grew up amongst gypsies and all kinds of different characters in my life. And I learned a lot of the trade. So I want you to do that. And then I'm going to hand it over to Kristen. who's right now cleaning the teeth of a raccoon we found in the backyard.
1: (laughs) That's terrible. Yeah, and the raccoon's still attached. That's the, that's the, no, well, what I want to say, what I want to say, Michelle, is that, again, if your sister had taken that cat to any humane society shelter, the cat would have been put down. So although, you know, a vet may have, tried to save the cat's arm had she had the money to pay for that service, which she did not. All she could do was her best to try to save the cat, which was her intention. Her intention wasn't to hurt the cat. It was to save the cat. So I, I mean, she's caught in a very unfortunate situation because her heart was in the right place. And, you know, she used her skills as a medical professional to try to treat the cat the best she could. And then she brought it to a veterinarian who turned on her. I don't know, you know, I don't know the details of, you know, I don't know the details of the visit with the vet. And if there was any kind, did she say if there was any kind of, um, that he said she didn't uh, attach the arm correctly? Uh, there's any error in how she tried to heal the cat? Anything like that? I don't know. She just took it
3: to the vet and and then next thing she knows she's being arrested. And um, so I don't know what was said but then they made her sign a piece of paperwork for the vet to take care of the cat and then so she signed the paperwork over to the vet because she wanted it taken care of. You know? And then she
1: found out that they euthanized the cat she's like oh my god the
3: cat was doing fine
1: you know yeah i mean the other thing that she didn't have on hand for that cat is antibiotics um and that he the 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 cat could have easily gotten an infection from a, a surgery that was done outside of a sterile environment
2: so And I think knows. that's why
3: she took it to the vet,
2: you know, to get the antibiotics right. maybe. You know, they don't know. She said it was hit by a car. The, cat, the leg's been amputated. The vet doesn't know if she's a nut and cut the leg right. off. So it comes out in a different, you know, a judge will look at this, not a jury. A judge will look at this and decide what kind of penalties need to be. Give her a chance to explain and I say, you know, you're trying to do the right thing, but the law is the law. We have to follow certain statutes and... Administer some kind of penalty on you. We just can't let you go. You can't do this. You know, this is what you should have done. And but but now you know better. So what we'll do is, we'll, they might say like six months and community service, something like that, and a fine of two thousand.
1: That may be you very know. difficult for her to come up with that money and the community service if out. she's in an I unstable
2: mean, state. You know, she doesn't have a history of animal abuse, but I mean, the vet doesn't know what her history he, he, is. what she really did to the cat. But and he was probably alarmed. And maybe he saw things going on with the cat that were not repairable. So she said it's fine, but she's not a vet. She's not a vet. she like, can't make said, those judgments.
1: you don't know if there's internal infection. You know, she's probably not monitoring the cat's temperature. What well, she did was
2: wrong. Well, it was it, wrong. It was wrong. She but... should have taken it to the vet at, instead of amputating the leg with drugs that were not legally administered. So
1: the the thing is, yes, she should have taken it to a vet or researched or had you help research like low cost veterinary clinics in our area. There are many places that will help people with homeless pets. And if there's emergency surgery required for the pets of homeless people, there are, there are agencies that will take on the cost fully. So her mistake really was not doing proper research to try to save this cat and taking the cat's life into her own hands. That's that's really that's
2: she should have she should have done research. I mean, now can yeah. everybody who finds a wounded animal take it to their home, amputate whatever parts are missing, and start giving it illegal drugs? Can we all do that now? See, there's reality uh, See, there's reality checks here. So she's going to be punished. What I'm saying is the only way you can avoid severe punishment is through this angel work. Yeah. Which I don't usually recommend. Because you mean these little uh, spell, type spell type things? type yeah. things, you know. But you're going to need it. You're going to need it. Well, so how do you
3: see my trip going? I'm leaving tomorrow, I think, to drive up there. Do you see everything going okay with me driving up there? I'm nah. driving by myself. You, you know,
1: should be okay, um, Michelle. You should be okay. I'm taking my camper. I don't know if there's um, – and then you're staying in your camper?
3: Yeah. Uh, I don't like staying in a hotel, and I couldn't afford a hotel. But uh, Right.
1: So, I, so you have to park somewhere safe. I mean, like you go to, like, a KOA or something where you park right. your camper and pay a fee. Just make sure it's a safe, well-lit, you know – Clean.
2: You see, Michelle, what you're really saying is, in our world, what you're saying is, I'm going up to to uphold and defend my sister. So the question we have to put to ourselves is, is there any harsh karma between you and your sister, where in trying to help her, you get killed? Is there a karmic note that says, inadvertently, you die? to help your sister. Well, we don't pick that up.
1: Where's yeah? We don't
2: pick up that you die in a car crash or something because you're on your way to your sister's and there's a karmic destiny awaiting you.
1: But there has been deception between you and the sister before, right? Your sister has done some things with the family estate. Oh state.
3: yes. Oh so yes. She's it's been very, very What's her birthday oh, again? yes.
1: Uh, her birthday?
3: birthday is November the ninth,
1: nineteen sixty nine. Yeah. So she's got and, a 29, the two, the 11, I mean, is uh, bad news. And then her... And I nine- don't know why
3: I'm helping her, but she's my sister and God wants well, to
1: forgive, you know. Well, that's good. I mean, it's a good attitude you have. 21? Hold on. <laughs>
2: 36.
3: Oh, yeah, she's done a lot of things that's unforgivable. <laughs> but I also think, you know, you know, there's no excuse. I mean, we but we did have a rough... Uh, childhood, you yeah. Know, and,
2: well, listen, you know. listen. It sounds like you know. It sounds like you're compelled to go. What your what your penalties might be karmically. Let's say your car breaks down. Let's say you you know you walk out. You go get a cup of coffee. You walk out. You're missing twenty bucks. You, you know. You, we'll put out protection for you. Um, are you right now uh, near a window? Yes, I am. I'm surrounded okay. well, by windows. Okay, go outside go out look out the window and tell me what kind of clouds are in the sky. Uh
3: scattered uh little puffy clouds. Are they white fluffy clouds? Yes, white.
2: Not Looks great. like I the
3: windows, let me open up the door. Yeah, they're white.
2: Right. And is the sky blue around the clouds?
3: Yeah, blue. Kind of a grayish oh. blue.
2: And is it sort of a crisp cold, but crisp, a uh, tolerable day? Uh,
3: yeah. It's it's kind of dreary day out, um, but it's still bright
2: out. Well, you said dreary, so it's a little bit. So what I'm gonna, what we're gonna do is we're gonna put out an energy that protects you along your way in the car. Do you have any um, little tiny like? little tiny potted plants that you could put in the palm of your hand? Do you have any little knickknacks you would put by the window?
3: You said put knickknacks by the window?
2: Yeah, do you have any little potted plants, like a two-inch little potted plant? Any little plant?
3: Yeah, I've got a plant, a little bitty potted plant on the front porch.
2: Not on the window. Uh, you have a potted plant on the front porch. Okay. And in your car, do you hang anything from the rear view mirror? Like a sense uh, thing? Yes. What do you hang? Uh, I do. What do you uh, hang there? What? what do you got?
3: Sense thing. Seems like I have a, maybe a, I may have a cross on there or I did at one time. Um, I got a, um, like a badge holder. Uh, it's got a lighter on it. Um, I'm trying to think what else I got on my rearview mirror. But but yeah, have, I got a few things on my rearview mirror.
2: Okay, you you do hang things from your mirror, right? Yes. Actually, legally you're not supposed to, but you do hang things from your mirror. Well, Florida so,
1: sort of maybe maybe. different.
2: Um. Uh, when when you get a chance, I want you to go into your car, sit down in the driver's seat, and tap tap those items three times with your index finger. Okay. Okay. Sure I want you to say, give me a safe trip there and back. Because you're, 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 you're fa- you come from a background of old, um, you know, uh, frontier, backwards medicine. And the reason your sister sawed off the yes. leg yes. Is, is because of the old backward way in the past generation. I'm talking about people who lived back in the woods and stuff like that. Well, they had
1: to fend for themselves and, you know, get, you know. So that was a different
2: story. But you come from a, you come, if you went back 300 years into your past, you'd find old granny that, you know, put a couple of oranges and things together and made a concoction and gave it to her kids when they had a cough. I mean, you come from a line of people like that. Are you aware of that? I believe it. (laughs) yeah like folk yeah. medicine well, you believe it, but you uh, did you ever hear any stories? Uh,
3: you know, I can't really recall anything at the moment um what,
2: what
1: about um, we the did heat live heat? on the ranch what uh, about the really... you, said, you said that your your grandfather or your father would have would have uh, operated on the cats or animals too to try to. Yeah, my grandfather
3: had a had a ranch in Wisconsin,
1: and um,
3: so I think he would have took care of the animals too. And we didn't have a stove; it was a wood stove, so it was very much off the grid. You know, yeah, yeah.
2: backwoods. I you're guess actually, probably somewhere back there. And then earlier than that, there was a lot of folklore, medicine, and stuff like that going on. Probably more prior to her generation. So Maybe you're a product. You're a you're a later generation of that. And, um, and the best we can say is what we're giving you. There seems to be a, a pretty bad report going on. We're trying to change it for you. And okay. give you a safe message there and back and hopefully allow your sister. And who's Sally? Who's Sal? Sally.
3: I don't know uh, who
2: Sally is. Okay. Well, well, you find out who no, is you find out because I'm not wrong. There's a Sally. there was a Sally, and just um
1: oh
3: yes, I think uh, I think her name was Sally May or uh, it was somebody in our family, and she was murdered.
2: It was my great time. aunt
3: or something like that.
2: and she was murdered by a jealous lover or a man.
3: Uh, They went walking. Her and my uh, grandmother went walking. They were sisters. And they went walking home that evening. And, and of course, my my grandmother went on home and she this didn't. Is your,
1: this was your great aunt?
3: Yes, it was my great aunt. So, and then, uh,
2: uh, she, uh, so she was kidnapped okay, so,
1: and murdered. Oh, my God. Okay,
2: so you see, we got the idea of two sisters walking and one gets murdered. <sighs> So there's a theme of two sisters and one gets hurt or eliminated.
1: Right, and the same.
2: And so we come forward in time, and now the karma is a little bit watered down. You're going your to sister. your sister's rescue, and we're keeping you out of harm's way. Do you understand the, the analogy? analogy?
3: Yeah,
1: now I do. Yeah, that's pretty
2: um, Yeah. intense. And I'll say one more thing, and then that's it for me. Okay. The one, you know, the old spinning wheel the old spinning wheels where they used to have big yep. spinning wheels and they had Yarn. A big pair repair clothes.
1: Loom, not a loom. And you crank
2: it with your foot.
1: Yeah, I know what you're talking about.
2: Uh, I, I think so. Well, look it up in the look it no, up I do. The, I on the internet. The old spinning wheels that look like a wheel, like a water wheel. And, and, and you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like a singer or sewing machine. It's a large machine, a large wheel, like a Ferris wheel. And they would, that would spin and they, and the old pioneer women would repair clothes. So there's something to do. Oh yeah. I know what
3: you're talking about. I know what you're talking about.
2: Yeah. So there's something about a woman repairing a ripped garment. If you have any ripped garments that you're aware of, that's a bingo. If you don't, then again, it's one of your deeper ancestors protecting the karmic code so you have safe passage because otherwise you wouldn't have. Huh.
1: Okay, we gotta get this other caller, Michelle. actually, we gotta move on so and what did you
3: say that name was? uh Sally? Yeah.
1: Oh, she's not the scholar
3: keeps coming in and coming back sally uh no her name was sarah <laughs> i oh, had it wrong
2: know. oh well, well i don't matter. know it doesn't matter in your approach to try to connect you <clears throat>
1: excuse me and when you your approach
2: to try to connect you said the word okay so it's it doesn't matter the the word was was associated and it was spoken on the record here so that's what matters
1: and you know the All weird right. thing this. Um, I just finished reading a book called Sarah's Last Wish. And this was about a woman, a young, not a woman, a young girl who uh, had ovarian cancer. She was 11 years old, a very rare, rare type of cancer. And she was from Australia and went through a horrible, she and her family went through a horrible, horrible experience trying to get her treated um, and the deception that went on about the stage of cancer. She ended up dying, of course, but, I mean, they, they took the – I mean, it's a horrible story where they took the daughter from the family because they they uh, the state wanted to administer chemotherapy, and the chemotherapy was, like, very damaging to her, and her life could have been extended otherwise. So it's interesting that the name Sarah comes up just in relation to the fact that I finished the book last night, and you're Sarah – was also victimized but in a different way. So they were both victims. Um
3: oh yeah, that is true.
1: Yeah, so it's interesting. Interesting. Oh, that is interesting. Yes it is. <laughs> okay, well, uh hopefully that's helped and you know, yes, I would suggest I would suggest Michelle that maybe you take a meeting with the, your sister and her public defender so you can get a better <laughs> idea of what the public defender is going to do to, uh, to, to, to defend her, to represent her in court. Right. Yeah. That's a good idea. You know, so you're prepared, but, um, it's just all all around. I'm going to
3: leave it a little early so I can get all the details. You know what I mean? Exactly.
1: Yeah. You need more information, but anyway, it's a sad story all around sad, Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes it is. Pray your so
3: turns out. I guess I'll let you guys know. Okay, yeah, please do. Definitely. Give us a call. I will, I will. Well okay. thank you guys so much.
1: You're welcome. Take care. Y'all are
3: awesome as always.
1: Thank you. Bye. Have With a good safe try. Bye. Bye. Well Schubert wrote a song, Gretchen on Spin which is about a woman at the spinning wheel which is the type of spinning wheel you are referring to yeah. um and her emotions are in a in a in turmoil to so the spinning wheel is representative of her emotions and the song is you know it builds and builds and builds and the spinning type of but so yeah, that's why i know right. the spinning wheel aside from my studies in history right. in colonial times they had spinning wheels right yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's how they mend clothes and make clothes, and you know they, they made most of the. And clothes. frontier times. Oh, we don't have another caller.
1: No, we the person came in and dropped, and came in and dropped. We have like five minutes to go, so we can close early, or we can try to like introduce our. I
2: think we can probably just put. Well, uh, we were talking about the seams movie. Uh, our our life is like a movie. We we have different scenes in our lives and it's sometimes um entertaining to think of your life as a movie and review the scenes in your life. But don't yeah, but don't, don't go come.
1: overboard. Don't go overboard on an ego trip about the scenes of your life because the fact is your life may be a movie but you're gonna get those scenes reviewed when you cross
2: over. Right. And don't so, go over your life while you're watching Titanic. So if, you, if you're looking at your life and you're looking at scenes in your life, can consider your life being a series of scenes that are like coming attractions, and then like trailers, and then uh, try to imagine at the very moment you're alive that you're also being watched by a hidden camera. And And some of you may be
1: actually watched by a hidden camera these days. You never know. You never know. There's cameras everywhere.
2: Um, Alan Funt has come into several readings that we've given. (laughs) Uh, Right. So why is that important? Because every hair in your head is recorded. Every minute you live, every second you live is recorded. Mm. And upon your (laughs) uh, removal from the earth, your life will be reviewed not by um
1: siskel and eber robert
2: brooks (laughs) but but your life will be reviewed by by a by a sort of cosmic screen that will reveal everything you did and then the time it takes to see that screen pertaining to eternity will be like an hour
1: unless you bypass the review and get straight up to spirit but that's not really always how it works unfortunately yeah you can barely you want to avoid that tribunal if you can but you have um,
2: to we usually do go through a tribunal if you want to see the movie you got to buy the ticket and if you want to get to the next element of your existence after life you've got to buy the ticket and review your life your life has to be put in review and every second will count now that doesn't mean that every time you cringe because you did something yeah. wrong, you're not going to make it. Right. It, it, there's That's different degrees right of energy yeah. that, you know, you're taking a test and you miss four out of out of 50, you still pass. And sometimes there's a percentage and the percentage allows you a certain amount of freedom. Well, and they have so to weigh,
1: weigh, you know, what, 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 what good was done in the lifetime contrasted with what was wrong yeah. that was done in the lifetime. And sometimes there's enough energy that a person was able to uh, create by helping others, helping the planet, helping animals, whatever it is, environment uh, that can offset some of the sins. It
2: can, but, you know, sometimes more chakras are graded more heavily than other chakras. Well, that would
1: be also, you know, in accordance with what the birth date is, what the chakras in the birth date are, what the master number is. So those chakras might be looked at, well, certainly the master number is going to be looked at more closely than, yeah. than any other chakra, but also,
2: you know, the numbers in
1: um, right. the linear code. I, there's all kinds of stuff.
2: So we advise you to look at your life through vignettes and think about the things you did good, things you did bad, the things you want to address now to restore good faith and manner and uh, keep doing that as a daily or a process of life
1: lastly i just want to mention my dream which i mentioned to you earlier today but it's kind of strange on the theme of this amputation leg because i was dreaming not about cats but ducks on this conveyor belt with their heads amputated and i was worried that they couldn't be reattached and there was a question of that yeah i did mention that to you so kind of ties in um strangely, but it was a disturbing dream. Anyway, we wish you good dreams for the weekend and we will be back at a regular time. I think maybe we'll do a later show. Who knows? Sometimes it's it's fun to experiment with um, the time because we get different groups of callers at different times of day. So stay tuned. Probably it will be your regular time on Wednesday, but could be later in the afternoon as well. Have a good weekend and stay safe as everyone says these days. Bye-bye.